0: They called us monsters, so monsters we became. We are Monsters Out of the Closet.
1: I'm Nicole. And I'm Shreya. Our theme for this episode is Roots. With this theme, we wanted to explore the complicated relationship with the past that many of us in the community have to navigate the past can buoy us through the most perilous of predicaments, or it can haunt us even in the brightest moments.
2: Our first piece, Rust, explores how hard it is to move forward from an unhappy past, especially when it seems to corrode the present. The piece was written and recorded by producer Shriya Venkatesh.
3: I might be a bottom of the river girl And you might be the one who threw me in I'm peering at the smeared and shifting bane Where you stand with a glare or with a grin Who is to blame? This game has razor rain My time-warped reflection shifts into yours again Can't help but wear circles into this terrain But God above forbid that I complain The man in robes has warned me That we are dust to dust But forgiving you's not easy as washing off the rust now ransom me back pretty please got nothing else going for me but an uncouth heart and a brazen head and a bit to mouth until you're dead the calluses are strong and thick but when they break but when they break the fissures stick around your yanking on the leash just pulls me down every consequence i fear is lurking in your frown so where has my compassion gone now i'm heart sick thick-witted whittled down down hearted tired of hate magnetic Grabbing at my iron filing blood With every conversation Condensation sticks again Every flake a new compulsion Oxidation anger red Free me from this retrospection I'd like stainless peace inside my head I might not be strong enough To do the thing I must Forgiving you's not easy Forgiving you's as easy as Washing off the rust My piety is all salt ocean now Choked with viscera and waste Storms and sandy bottoms Oxytocin potions, long lingering disappointment tastes. But nostalgia's not much of a lodestone. Optimism lies and lies once more. I might have to do this on my own. Undrown myself onto that distant shore. I know I'll be something beneath the bitter crust forgiving yous as simple as washing off the rust forgiving yous as simple as washing off the rust
1: Personal mythology finds itself suddenly pitted against personal truth. Our next piece is a poem that explores these tempestuous battles that rear their heads in the dark, quiet moments of one's life. Revelations was written and read by returning contributor Sarah Schaff.
2: Revelations. There was skin and then nothing. And then the night glaze pours back up. I woke, and Dawn went sprawling over the gray snap, where I was caught crosswise in the dark, errata erratum. We were together like teeth marks, pretending not to understand. As a color like rage, our animal, slammed through the sheath of girlhood, I was toe to toe with that furious nature into which from childhood I had woven sin. For this only warm portion of flesh, the spendthrift heart, and hexing red meat tongue, this is an activity of instinct, timeless and present and mercifully. The darkness hid all of it. Our final piece touches on the themes of home and heritage, probing the boundary between security and old dangers. The Well was written by Mason Brubaker of I Tooth Fiction, and it is read by Eric Little.
0: Mab had been forbidden from approaching the well on the south end of her mother's farm ever since she was old enough to walk. The sheep refused to graze on that border of the property during the days of the full and new moons, crowding themselves up to the top of the hill north of the house. When the singing would come from the well, as it did every day, her mother would take her aside and say, Ignore the song, Mab. She speaks in no tongue of ours and means no good things for neither of us. Being her mother's daughter, Mab had seen enough to know this to be true. She'd seen her mother reveal a changeling by brewing eggshells near its crib. She'd seen her bite her thumb at a man harassing a young woman in town and reveal him to be a demon. She'd witnessed her mother using her ash wand to heal a man plagued with illness. Anxiety bubbled in Mab's chest any time her mother went to draw water from the well. The singing would start, and her mother would stand with a sigh and look down at her daughter, repeating the mantra, "'Ignore the song, Mab. She speaks in no tongue of ours and means no good things for neither of us.' Then her mother would grab the water-pail and amble down the hill, whispering coarse spells of protection and tracing the runes on her wrist. Mab knew the well would kill her mother one day. She'd seen it in her dreams. It was always the same. Mab would find herself sitting on the porch at the witching hour, her legs swinging over the edge as she stared down the hill. The full moon gave her just enough light to see the well. Tucked up against the dense forest that extended for miles beyond, the land was utterly silent. The sheep were gone. The wind swept low over the field and hissed along the tall grass. The singing began low, the soft voice rising out of the depths and echoing off the mossy stone, rolling up over the hills and reaching her ears. It grew louder, and for a moment it was broken off into a chorus of sobs. Gooseflesh covered her body and behind her she heard the door close quietly, and footsteps step around her and down the stairs. She watched her mother descend the hill as the lilting voice picked up its tune. The wind died down, but the grass still bent and swayed eerily to the voice's song, brushing up against her mother's legs as if gently propelling her forward. Mab found herself suddenly standing halfway down the hill as her mother approached the well. She couldn't find her voice, couldn't call out to her mother that there was something utterly wrong. Mushrooms sprouted up from the ground around the well, and her mother stopped before broaching the ring. Mab would feel relief for a moment. Her mother would never set foot in a fairy ring on her own volition. But after a few seconds of contemplation, the voice in the well became urgent, and her mother stepped forward. Then Mab would be directly behind her mother, just outside the fairy ring. She was frozen, as if a spell of immobility had been cast over her. All she could do is watch in horror as her mother leaned over the mouth of the well to attach the pail to the rope. Unaware of the spindly gray hands that stretched up from the shadowy depths, Mab's scream would remain stuck in her throat as the waterlogged skin would grasp around her mother's throat, long unkempt nails digging into the delicate skin, tearing into the flesh and slowly ripping it away. Blood rushed down the skeletal arms and into the well, and her mother would stare forward as if nothing had happened, her eyes going glassy and her form slumping over the rim of the well. As Mab would finally scream, her mother's jawless head would turn and face her from where her body laid, eyes empty and unblinking, before her voice would reach Mab's ears from the bottom of the well. Pray you never understand her song, child, for then it will be your curse to draw from these waters. Mab woke up one morning to the warnings of a storm. The sky was dark and still a dull static in the air. When she moved towards the front door to begin her chores, she caught sight of her mother on the back porch, staring down at the well in silence. A sudden breeze blew through, catching her mother's long red curls and whipping them around her throat. She leaned out the door and said, "Mum." Her mother turned as if startled and the wind died immediately. She smiled and said, Mab, you started with your chores yet? Mab shook her head. Just up now. You feeling all right? Her mother smiled. Spry as a hare. Mab could feel fear in her gut like the twist of a knife as her mother walked back inside. Once again, her gaze was drawn back down to the well. She thought her eyes caught sight of shapes, moving in the forest beyond the woods, but when she peered closer, nothing seemed to be there. That was the last time she saw her mother. The well's song rolled over the hills as she sheared the sheep in the barn, the soft melody making her pause and look over at the house. "'Ignore the song, Mab. She speaks in no tongue of ours and means no good things for neither of us.' she said to herself, picking up her shears again. The fear twisted in her stomach again as the melody carried on. The wind had fallen still, the clouds outside dark as if someone had spilled ink across them. The sheep bleated anxiously, ears flicking back and crowding together. She gripped the shears in her hand, and made her way towards the house. She opened up the door, peering inside. Mum. When only the creaking of the old wood greeted her, her heart began to pound in her chest. Outside, the well-song continued, lilting in a haunting, melodic tone. She crossed the kitchen and opened the back door, Staring down the hill, the water pail sat next to the well, the grass ebbing and flowing with the wind, despite the fact that the air was thick and still. The song fell silent, leaving the eerie shush of the dancing grass to haunt the hillside. Heart hammering in her chest, she began to walk down towards the well, praying that her mother would walk from the woods with her arms full of firewood or call her from the footpath to the west. With her heart in her throat, she stopped halfway between the house and the well and stared. The well brimmed full, the dark water rippling softly. A red hand breached the viscous surface and gripped the stone edge. As the water dripped down the old mossy rocks and stained them red, Mab finally choked out a sob. She slapped a hand over her mouth as the cry pealed across the silent landscape, and the grass grew still. She begged her legs to move, but they remained immobile. She looked down to see one foot set in the center of a fairy ring. When she looked up, a second hand grasped the rock edge, and a grisly, emaciated form dragged itself up from the depths. The face was inhumanly long, with a flat nose and a maw that gaped open as it took in lungfuls of air, bearing rows of needle-like teeth. When the Fae opened its eyes and fixed them on Mab, its pupils dilated almost the full circumference of the whites of its eyes, and then constricted to an ink dot. It leaned over the edge of the stone wall and tilted its head, and when it opened its mouth, it began to sing. The familiar melody danced over the grass and caressed Mab's ears, But the words that had been foreign to her began to clear, like a fog lifting from her mind. She stumbled back and covered her mouth with her hand again, tears brimming past her eyes and spilling down her cheeks. The final words of her nightmare cycled through her mind as the Fae's song spoke to her. fill, cursed blood, your blood, find me when I call, spill blood, take blood, thy were born to fall.
1: with that, we come to the end of our second episode, Roots. Heritage is important, history is significant, but for many of us, community is created through intentional love and friendship. We are so grateful for the community that is growing around this podcast, and we can't wait to put down new roots together.
2: Thank you to Sarah Schaff and Mason Brubaker for their submissions and again to Sarah and Eric Little for their readings. To find out more about these pieces, our artists and our readers, check out our website monstersoutofthecloset.com.
1: We are always looking for volunteer readers and for submissions of fiction poetry, music, and more. You can learn more about submissions on our website's Submit page. Our next episode, Endings, will air on December 29th, and we are accepting submissions for this episode through the 26th of November. In the meantime, stay tuned for special bonus content from this episode.
2: Finally, Shreya and I would like to thank you for listening. The feedback and support we've received for this project so far has been incredible. Keep your messages, comments, and reviews coming. We'd love for this project to continue to grow, so please, if you can, share this podcast far and wide. Thank you.